0: Not only do we have the NHL draft coming up, but NHL Free Agency kicks off one week from tomorrow. Barry Trott said the Preds won't be big swingers, but that doesn't mean there's not valuable players out there that could be a perfect fit in Smashville. We'll get six guys we think fit the bill today on the Locked on Predators podcast.
1: Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thank you for making the Locked On Predators podcast your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day day we appreciate you making us your first listen of the day and we appreciate all of you loyal locked on pred heads the everydayers who tune into every single show we love all the support you guys give us and we love you guys thanks for tuning in
1: i'm nick morgan
0: i'm a writer at penalty box radio and i have a partner in crime
1: you do i'm ann kimmel i'm a writer at InsideThePreds.com.
0: Also want to mention today's show is sponsored by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And busy uh, week for the Nashville Predators coming up. Uh, Not only do we have the NHL draft next week, Uh, There's still trade rumors flying around left and right. And, uh, you know, they
1: seem to kind of forget that free agency is also
0: right around the corner.
1: I think all of us are going to need a nap and we're not going to get one because Nashville is set up to do moves if they so desire. So I think the Nashville Predators fan base needs to just buckle up because these next couple of weeks, this next month, literally... Anything can happen, whether it's trade during the draft or like we're talking about today, free agency.
0: Yeah, between between now and uh, like July 5th, the Nashville Predators are going to be a team to watch Mm. in the NHL. I think so. Uh, we've talked about the draft. We still have uh, some more draft content coming up for you next week with Eric Denae. Talking about some sleepers that the Nashville Predators could draft in the second, third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth, and seventh rounds. Some late round picks that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, we have also got our official draft preview coming up. And exciting thing to say, and You and I... Are going to be at the draft next week
1: we are look out bridgestone arena because locked predators is coming to the draft
0: yeah so we got some uh good content coming up there we're gonna have a lot of inside information and interviews and all that good stuff uh so make sure you guys are tuned into locked on predators over the next couple of weeks because we got a lot of good stuff for you mm-hmm. Let's stick with the free agency, though. This is something that a lot of people, I think, have kind of uh, forgotten about a little bit, and because it is just two days after the draft wraps up that yeah. NHL free agency begins. Uh, we, we've heard from Barry Trotz say this in the past. He says he doesn't anticipate the Preds being big players in free agency. Uh, he said the class was somewhat thin, and he was going to let other GMs fight uh, for some of the top guys on the market. So if you were anticipating either a Patrick Kane surprise appearance <laughs> at Nashville, uh, or a Dmitry Orloff anchored blue line or Tyler Bertuzzi up front, yeah, yeah, prob- probably not going to happen.
1: Yeah, probably no. And actually, I was really relieved uh, when Barry Trotz said this. You know, the National Predators are in such a unique position. All of a sudden, they have this cap space. All of a sudden, you know, there is potential for them to make a big move. But Barry Trotz is very much about just because you could make a big move doesn't need you doesn't mean you need to go out and do it and I think that's great dating advice I think that is great GM advice you know just because somebody's available doesn't mean it's the right fit and I think Mary Trotz is going to be extremely picky when it comes to looking at free agents and I like that the national predators don't have to do anything right now so let's not you know let's not jump in where we don't need to
0: Although I will say the thought of Tyler Bertuzzi in this new Preds offense mm. is a lot of fun to think yeah. about. That yeah. would be fun. Uh, so if the Preds aren't going to swing for any of the top guys, that doesn't mean they're going to stand pat at mm-hmm. free agency either. There are a lot of good, valuable players, like guys under the radar. They're not necessarily the superstars, but they're sort of that next tier or the tier after the next tier guys that not only uh, could provide a spark to Nashville, but really fit in to what the team is trying to do, both in terms of a strategy standpoint on the Mm -hmm. ice and fit kind of what they're trying to do with the roster transition to some of the younger people, guys that can elevate some younger players and maybe bridge the gap towards that next era of predators players. So that is who we're going to be looking at today. Uh, A few under the radar targets for the Nashville predators Uh, And start us off. Who's somebody that you think the Predators might target in free agency?
1: Here's one that I would be very intrigued for the Nashville Predators to maybe pursue. And that is Evan Rodriguez, 29-year-old. I love this guy. He's undrafted. And has worked his way into the league and and really became a valuable piece last season for Colorado. I think everybody kind of viewed him as like, hey, this is like a middle six guy. But he definitely had some time in the top six and earned his way into being a valuable playmaker for them. 69 games played, 16 goals, 23 assists. Great two-way player which I think is something to remember if, if we're talking about bringing in a free agent. He also, great on the power play, can't hurt. Um, here's what I love about him. This is a guy who shoots the puck. And how many times have you and I talked about watching a Nashville Predators game and yelling at the television, shoot the puck? I mean, I remember you. I have think you we that. have
0: a, a whole YouTube short that got like 3,000 views that yes. was just screaming at Mike, Mikhail Granland.
1: <laughs> shoot the puck. Like the angst could be over if you bring in a player like Evan Rodriguez. This is a guy who puts pucks on net. The other thing that I really like about him is the fact that he is a two way player. So, you think if you could bring him in and put him on a line with somebody with a little bit less experience, he maybe can cover up some, some youth errors as some right. of these younger players are adjusting. So, for me, this is a really intriguing person that's available as a UFA.
0: And he's versatile, too. Like, yes. that's, I think, another plus to his game. Uh, he's somebody that can play center you can move him mm-hmm. out on the wing. Um, I love I love the addition that he brought to the Colorado Avalanche last year you know yes. when when they lost some guys both to free agency and injury you know Rodriguez was a guy that kind of stepped up and you know he wasn't providing like the secondary story. Nazem Kadri provided
1: the sure. More.
0: sure but you know almost 40 points that's pretty good for a guy that you kind of had penciled in as your as a third line guy. He's somebody that can I think move up and down the lineup. As you mentioned, I think his two-way game very underrated and I think the big thing that you mentioned uh and this is something that I have attached to another player we're going to talk about here in a little bit too is that he is the kind of guy that whose responsible play can complement somebody like Luke Evangelista or Thomas yes. Tomasino, yes. guys that have a real nose for the net, but maybe are lacking uh, in some other areas, you know, like, you know, a little bit, you know, they're still working on their defensive game. This is somebody that you could maybe pair with one of those younger players kind
1: of have him be the anchor of
0: that line and let those other two really kind of push play a little bit.
1: Yeah, I love that about him. I think that is really where so much of his value comes in. Not to say that offensively he isn't valuable. I mean, wouldn't we have killed to have a, a middle six guy with sixteen goals and twenty-three assists last season? The answer, yes. my friends, is yes. Yes, we
0: would. have. I think we would have loved to have an any player,
1: anybody, and
0: anybody with, with
1: anywhere in the lineup goals and forty points. But can you, you know, imagine somebody who can come in? And be someone who helps develop a Phil Tomasino, a Luke Evangelista, who kind of covers that and and helps them grow while still contributing offensively. Y'all, this this could be a really interesting piece for the Nashville Predators.
0: Well, s- speaking of that, let's let's talk to somebody that I also think fits that bill. Uh, how about Gustav Nyquist? Let's talk about this. The speed. This is yeah, as a as a Red Wings enthusiast. There you go. Uh, this is somebody who I think has been very underappreciated. The main thing that stands about it is that stands out about his game. That's always stood out about his game mm-hmm. is his speed. Come just on, unbelievable breakaway speed. Uh, you know, somebody that I think whose top speed rivals some of the top players in the NHL. He's just never quite been that all-star. So, you know, you've never really seen him go toe to toe with anybody, but he has the potential to break away from opposing defenses to really put the pressure on drive pucks deep, you know, defenses kind of, you know, are forced to chase him. That's always been his kind of game. And that's somebody and truthfully that the predators don't really have. I mean, a lot of their top guys, you know, Forsberg, Duchesne, a little bit more, creative power, like, you know, mm-hmm. power forward type guys, adding somebody like Nyquist who can really get the puck on his, you know, on the front foot and push pace a little bit. That's a guy that Predators are sorely lacking.
1: Yes. And that's somebody that Andrew Brunette is going to be looking for. Barry Trotz, Andrew Brunette talking about, look, we want to play on our front foot. We don't want to play on our back foot. We want to move. We want to up the pace of the game. Barry Trotz talked about this team has to get faster. And I think if you bring in someone like Nyquist, you're looking at someone who can not only play the game faster himself, but you know what? Bring that, bring a line along with you. You know, up the pace of the game with your line mates. And I think there's a tremendous amount of value in that. That's the direction the Predators are going. If you're going to put him on a team with some young guys, let's get a guy out there who's going to set a pace like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of people because, you know, Nyquist has had a little bit of injury concerns over the past few years, missed a lot of time last year, but came back at the very end of last season, five points in just three games with the Minnesota Wild and his return from injury. Then when in the playoffs, five assists in six games. So you're seeing that level of play still there from Nyquist. And uh, yeah, like, and the other thing is he's 33 years old. So there's not going to be a lot of teams offering him more than, you know, one or two year deal. So not only does the player fit, But also you look and this is a guy whose contract you can sign him to a contract that is, you know, basically zero risk for the national predators, Just one, maybe two years max. And then all of a sudden you're bridging the gap to when some other young prospects on that roster can take over.
1: Yes. Timing is everything. And this is a player, like you said, a lot of people may not look at him and think this is a guy that's going to be what we need long-term. Nashville Predators may not need him long-term, but this is a player they could use right now. Next couple seasons, this could be a great signing.
0: Yeah. Uh, A couple more free agents to talk about, including one who may be a top player in this free agent class, but is still kind of falling under the radar. Plus, Ann and I both have some defensemen mm-hmm. to talk about some guys that really hit on what Barry Trotz wants to do with that blue line. So we'll talk about them in just a second. But first, I want to mention today's episode is brought to you by what I think are some of the comfiest shorts I've ever worn, and that's Bird dogs. I just went to Chicago last weekend, uh, first trip with my new girlfriend. That's a whole thing for a different ad read for another day. Uh, (laughs) But I brought both pairs of bird dogs that I own with me and I am glad I did. Not only do they look great, they have the uh, khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, which give me a sculpted look and they look like khaki, but they also feel great. Their Cloudnick fabric is a lot thinner and it stretches more, unlike those traditional weird bulky khaki fabrics. And they're basically like Lululemons, but they look nice. So you can wear them all day in any situation. Their anti stink sweat wicking fabric keeps you cool and dry all day long. So I can wear them, you know, when I'm out at a nice dinner, I can wear them when I'm walking out around town, whether I'm at the golf course, there's just no limit to where you can wear them we want you to try it for yourself don't take my word for it try it yourself go to birddogs.com slash locked on nhl get a pair of bird dogs and you will get a free yeti style tumbler with your order again birddogs.com slash locked on nhl for a free yeti style tumbler that go along with your purchase of what i think are the comfiest pants i've ever worn trust me you will not want to take off your bird dogs I promise you. All right, and let's talk about more free agents, shall we? Um, Let's talk about a guy who I think could be contender for, you know, one of the bigger deals on the free agent market this year, but somebody that I don't think a lot of people are really talking about as a top guy in the class. That's JT Comfer from the Colorado Avalanche, a teammate. Of Evan Rodriguez. You know, if the Predators are going for versatility, this is a guy Mm. who gives you a lot of versatility in that Predators lineup.
1: Yeah. I really like this. I like this idea of JT Comfort. He was one of my, he was one of my finalists in my list for sure. And I agree with you. This is a guy, first of all, 82 game season. He's in great shape. He is playing well. He had 17 goals, 35 assists. 52 points. He's a good two-way player as well. And that's something again we talk about with the young national predators team. Hey, let's bring in somebody who's pretty solid on both sides of the ice. And so JT Comfort, I think, is an interesting, an interesting idea. He also is only what 28, 29. What yeah. is he? 28. He uh, 28. So we're talking, you know, you could get a, a you know, a contract with term with him and have him be kind of a, an, a good fundamental piece for the Predators moving forward. This is one I, I think would be worth conversations.
0: Yeah. And you look at him, he's got some scoring bump. He just yeah. had his career best scoring year, 17 goals, 35 assists, 52 points and 82 games for the abs. Uh, he has kind of stepped up. He took advantage uh, of the avalanche, you know, those same issues we talked about with Evan Rodriguez you know, a lot of roster turnover and injuries and whatnot. He stepped up into an elevated role, made the most of it. We talk about his versatility, very good two-way player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say he has a, you know, decent reputation as one of the better defensive forwards in the league. Not, you know, not the top tier, but a very, very good defensive forward. He was the Avs top penalty killer, a frequent contributor to the power play. And also, you know, he's fast. He's for, you know, his forechecking is very aggressive. We saw it firsthand uh, in the playoff series last year against the Preds and some of the games that the Avs played this year was a guy that was causing a lot of headaches for the Preds caused them to be back on their heels a little bit. It's exactly kind of the guy that Andrew Burnett, I think, would really want. He plays with that style. Burnett wants to instill on the team. You know, the only question is, you know, a young guy like that coming off his career scoring, what's the yeah. contract going to be?
1: Yeah. And that I think is where you have to be careful with some of these free agents, because this would be a great land for the Nashville Predators. I don't think there's a tremendous amount of downside on the ice with JT Comfort for the Nashville Predators. And and you've touched on the reasons why, but then you come back to how much money Do you want to invest and how much term do you want to include in a contract where the Predators are right now? You know, and that's where I think this gets tricky for the Nashville Predators. Sure, they've got some cap space, but do they believe that the young guys that they have right now that they're developing are going to grow in the next two or three seasons into being what you would then be paying JT Comfort for? And I think that's where you have to kind of be careful with some of these players. Again, I think he would be a great fit. I don't know. What kind of contract would, would, do you think he would need from Nashville?
0: Well, his former uh, teammate at Michigan just signed a a five year, five and a half million AAV contract. That was Andrew Kopp Mm -hmm. uh, who signed in Michigan. They're kind of similar ish players. So I'm certain, you know, he's going to look at and be like, Hey, I would like a five year deal mm-hmm. worth about that much. I just had a career year. I'm a versatile player. I can do a lot of different things very well and add some depth in the middle of your lineup. I think maybe the one thing working against him this year is this year's free agent class is a lot deeper and a lot better than it was a year ago. You know, we're talking about a guy who, you know, maybe a year ago would have been, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth best free agent. Available mm. on the market. This is a guy who's, you know, it, maybe not even in the top fifteen in terms of players uh, available right right now. So maybe because you know there there's people going to be more interested in throwing money elsewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. his term is a little bit less. Um, you know, and I think to your point, Anne. Yeah, you don't want to pack up the Predators lineup with too many long term contracts right now. Right, but you know, if it's the right player, if it's a player that you envision being here a long time, maybe maybe that's when it is worth it. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe that is, you know, if you envision JT Comfort not only, you know, anchoring your, you know, second, third line this year, but you look like four years down the road and still look at him and be like, okay, I still think JT Comfort is going to be playing at that level in four years. Maybe you're a little bit more aggressive in trying to make this happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I think it's so hard right now because I don't know that the Predators know what they have yet. We've gotten yeah. some great glimpses, but I don't know that we know for sure what we have yet. So I think it also makes this whole free agency time a little bit tricky for the Predators.
0: Yeah, interesting time. Uh, speaking of tricky, Anne, <laughs> would we like to talk about defense?
1: Them. Yes. Oh my gosh. I we were talking about this before we recorded. I'm having such stress over the defense. And so, of course, when we're talking about free agents, I was like, okay, let's look for a defenseman. Can we just look for a defenseman? And I think Ryan Graves might be an interesting piece for the Nashville Predators. I agree. I like this guy. So, first of all, he's a big one, and you know we like our big'un. 6'5" six five, two twenty. There's a lot of Ryan Graves to love, which is fantastic. But here's what I like about him. I think he's very good defensively. Obviously, he's very physical. He's great at separating a guy from the puck. He's good at doing what you need him to do. But he also has an offensive upside. He takes a lot of shots. Again, I go back to let's not listen to Nick wail about shoot the puck next season. We can fix this. (laughs) But what I like about him is his shots are not just YOLO. Nothing's opening up. So I'm just going to try to shoot this through traffic and it's going to get blocked. He's very good at finding those um, little windows, the little pockets and getting the puck on net. And I think if you have somebody like that, it opens up some things offensively for the Nashville Predators in front of the net as well. So, you know. He would have been second, you know, if his stats from last season, had he been on the Predators roster, he would have been second in shots taken by a defenseman, of course, behind yep. Roman Yossi. This is a guy who's going to get pucks on net. Also, good at exiting the zone. And can I get yes. an amen and a hallelujah for that one, friends? Because we've seen too many of those go awry.
0: Yeah, it's funny, his, you know, whenever he's on the ice, uh, his team always usually gets more chances than they give up, which right. is impressive because he's started, I think, like, you know, more than half of his own starts have been in the defensive zone mm-hmm. or the neutral zone. So like this is a guy who is, you know, has the reputation as a defensive minded defenseman. Uh, you know, you ask a lot of people in New Jersey and they said, yeah, he's one of their better defensive defensemen. But the thing I like about him when you mention his size and physicality is he's not a pylon either. He can right. skate. he is a very good skater. He can go win a puck in a corner, win a good puck battle and then either transition or make a really good pass uh, to a skater out of the zone. Like he is like, he, you know, that's that's ideal uh, for like, you know, mm-hmm. the maybe the second pair on your lineup is you want to get, you don't need to be another Roman Yossi and score like, you know, 70 right. points or anything like that. You just got to be able to do enough, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's what Ryan Graves does. He can do enough of the offense while still being really good defensively. And I think, you know, I know the Nashville Predators have, you know, five of their top six defensemen re-signed, uh, there's six. Is Alexander Carrier, who's uh, restricted free agent right now. But I just, I just look at what that core did next year, and I look at somebody like Ryan Graves. Mm-hmm. I look at the pipeline, which is kind of thin behind the yeah. defense right now. And I think, yeah, I mean, y- you might want to, like, yeah. you know, it's gonna, it's gonna take a big commitment, like, it's gonna take a big contract. But is that one that's worth taking, knowing how bad your defense was last year?
1: Yeah. And I do, I agree with you. You're going to have to weigh out the fact that he is going to want a long contract, but I think he replaces some of the things that the predators lost when they traded Matias Eckholm. might yeah. be worth it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and somebody that I think compliments uh, somebody like, you know, like let's say Tyson Berry yes. on the other side. Very, very well. Yeah. Uh, the, the other name I'll just throw in real quick defense is Scott Mayfield. Uh, mm-hmm. just because similar build is a 6'5-220 guy, which is pretty much the same as Ryan Graves. Come on, uh, underrated skater and a decent scoring pop. Like he had 23 points last season for the Islanders. Um, you know, I think maybe a little bit less of an upside than Ryan Graves. Plus, there's a lot of people that said uh in, in New York that he's a prone to making a little bit more mistakes, but that's another kind of plan B option, plus His best years in New York, the years where he kind of went from just kind of that extra guy to Mm -hmm. a reliable top four guy, Barry Trotz was his head coach. So there's some familiarity there. So there's there's another option uh, to keep in mind Uh, and more offense to get to, including another guy you and I both think would be a perfect complement to some of these young players and a absolute YOLO pick. (laughs) For a free agent pickup if you're the nashville predators we'll talk about both in just one second
1: first well, i'll let you know that today's episode is brought to you by our great friends at game time look buying tickets to your favorite sporting event should not be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you they have killer deals on last minute tickets and they have a best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets. Start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have tonight. Hey, it's a great night for baseball. If you're looking for a fun evening activity, go to the Game Time app and you can grab tickets for tonight's Nashville Sounds game for as low as $13. Got a lot of NASCAR action coming to town this weekend. Game Time has tickets for all the races you want to be at. GameTime also provides you with a view of your seats so you know exactly what you're buying and the tickets are sent right to your phone so there's no digging through your email to get what you need. Two taps, you're all set. So download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed.
0: All right, and let's talk some more forwards, uh, including a guy both you and I think would absolutely be a perfect fit for this Preds lineup uh, in the short term.
1: Yeah. So here is a guy that I am just this side of giddy about, and that is Tomas Tatar. First of all, fabulous name. Can we just talk about how fun that name is? It makes us sound fancy, but I like this guy. It's another
0: former Red Wing.
1: And and I know that warms your heart. Yes. Uh, 82 games played, 20 goals, 28 assists, 48 points. Again, I come back to 20 goals scored. Can I get a holla and a hallelujah? And wouldn't the Predators have liked that? Yes. <laughs> so this is a solid two-way player. He's a great middle six kind of guy. Here is kind of the hitch and the giddy up that a lot of people feel when uh, when they look at his season is not great in the postseason, friends. Not yeah. He did not have a great postseason. Here's the upside for the Nashville Predators. Who even knows if we'll make the postseason? <laughs> so. Very
0: valid point. Yes.
1: You know, so let's just see what he can do, but this is a great middle six guy. Um, He's somebody that really plays a great two-way game. We've talked about how important that is as you're developing these younger players, give him Tommy Novak, give him Luke Evangelista. He is great at playmaking, but also really solid defensively. So he can cover up any, you know, nip slips on the ice that may or may not happen and this is somebody that you could do a nice deal with you yes. know i i think 32 years old i don't think this is a guy looking for a five six year deal this is a really great bridge player that may bring to nashville exactly what they need
0: yeah i'm 100 with you there um you know i think it's you know you, you look at the deal and there's you know beyond this year he had a nice rebound year but his last couple years before this uh were a little bit disappointing by standards so you're going to get you know him maybe at a value option like maybe just a one-year deal uh, to try to prove it but I I think the biggest thing and is his two-way game you know Mm -hmm. we we talked about that you know even back in his Detroit years there's a lot of people that talked about you know his depth scoring you know his his scoring upside not a lot of people you know talk about him being just a really good two-way player uh you know you look at the stats and it was it was wild just i think it was like the devil's outscored opponents like 63 to 11 Hmm. when uh, when thomas Sitar was on the ice this past season it was something absolutely
1: obnoxious it was something
0: absolutely wild uh like that um and that's kind of you know Like that—that's—that screams somebody who's gonna get you know possession of the puck, um, you know some you know somebody who's gonna maintain possession and somebody who's gonna be very responsible at going and getting the puck back, defending the play and forcing a turnover or something like that. That's somebody that you can plug in next to I don't know, Luke Evangelista or Tomasino. We talked about it when we talked about Evan Rodriguez, somebody yeah. that, you know, can kind of cover up the shortcomings of those younger guys while still giving them valuable time to grow.
1: Yeah. I really, I think this is a really interesting pick and a little bit shorter term. Again, great bridge guy for the Nashville Predators. I, I would be a hundred percent here for, for this signing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can I throw out just to end the video, an an absolutely wild card, an absolute YOLO pick.
1: I love YOLO picks, hundred percent.
0: All right, so the Nashville Predators they want younger forwards. Mm-hmm. They want some value guys. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe take some swings at a boomer bust player. Yeah. How about Jonathan ann
1: Elaborate
0: <laughs> now. Here now. Here's the thing. Uh, there's a lot of people in the NHL that are hoping their team does not touch Jonathan Duran with a 10 foot pole. Uh, his past couple years, his you know, let's just let's just scratch that. His entire tenure with the Montreal Canadiens has been an unmitigated Rough. disaster Rough. Uh, from from the get go. Uh, including last year, he was a healthy scratch for the Canadiens opener. Uh, he was benched uh, for what we understand to be disciplinary reasons, uh, for you know a game or two down the stretch. Uh, has not had a good tenure, but here's the thing we should also throw in he scored just two goals last year, which you know kind of sucks. Kinda. But watch him actually play, mm-hmm. and you see a player that's like, huh. The Predators could use a guy like that. When he's in the groove, he is super creative. You see the creativity that made him one of the NHL's top prospects uh, about ten years ago. He can create space for himself. He can make all these you know acrobatic passes. Like he had this beautiful no look pass uh, last year to set up uh, Brendan Gallagher for for a good goal. You know, we talk about, you know, such a disappointing year for him last year. He still had 27 assists, which would have been the third most oh. on the Nashville Predators. And here's my question. There's going to be a lot of teams that don't touch this guy. A lot mm-hmm. of teams, it's like, nope, this is a character, you know, issue. We don't want him. Uh, you know, we want nothing to do with him. He's a bust. He's whatever. Give him one year. Give him one year, $1 million. Give him a prove-it year that costs you nothing. Mm -hmm. Put him next to Philip Forsberg. Put him next to Matt Duchesne. Hell, put him next to some hungry young players like Cody Glass, like Tommy Novak, like Luke Evangelista, all of these creative players that are really striving to find the net. Tell me you don't think maybe some of that creativity – comes back tell me you don't think some of that enthusiasm mm-hmm. playing the game of hockey again comes back a little bit and if it doesn't work oh well you sign him for one year who cares but yeah. if it does work and you can get jonathan druan to refine some of that magic he had just a couple of years ago boy
1: that's a that's a big boom pick right there you really did go YOLO on that one. I did go YOLO on that one. <laughs> but here's, what, here's where I think you have a really valid point. Through this whole podcast, we're talking about what can a player bring to the Nashville Predators, where the Predators are. But I also think where the Predators are might be a really great environment for a player coming in. This, And, and this might be that situation, you know, a, a, a fresh place to play. Lots of young energy. Look, the Nashville Predators may not make the playoffs, but it is not going to be because that team isn't trying. You are talking about hungry young players. You were talking about veterans who want to get back and prove it. And maybe that is an environment where a player like this refines their game. So, and, and, and like you said, it's really, if you could sign him for a one-year prove it, what does that hurt the Nashville Predators? Yeah.
0: Or if you sign him to a one-year prove it and he kicks ass and starts, you know, scoring all these goals again and refines his form from a few years ago, all of a sudden you ha- and your, and your predators are out of the playoffs. You got a trade piece. Trade,
1: yep. Trade him.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of, I, I think there's a, there's a, if you're going to take like a high end swing at a guy, if you're going to just YOLO it. Yeah, if you're going to YOLO someone, why not YOLO somebody like Jonathan Drew in? And just see what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I. you know what? You may You may be on to something with this.
0: Yeah. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Is there a free agent we mentioned that you would absolutely love to see in a Predators uniform? Or is there somebody we didn't mention? Maybe somebody under the radar that you think the Predators could take a swing at that would fit in perfectly. With this team, we would love to hear your guys' opinion on this. And where can
1: people find your work? You can find my work online at InsideThePreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore MamaOnIce.
0: You can find me at PenaltyBoxRadio.com. Follow me on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Locked on Predators podcast. Next week is draft week. We have a whole bunch of special coverage coming up. So stay tuned for that. And keep making us your first listen of the day. We'll see you then.